0: We are learning Daf Vav. We're starting from the bottom. Mishnah Mem Hey Amid Beis Hayimavashel As a Lo So we're talking about the cooking of the carbon shlamim. The Nazar has completed his term of nazirus, and uh, he's bringing his his carbonos. He's shaving. He's putting the hair under under the under the pot. It's burning, as we spoke about. So he's cooking the shlamim, or he could overcook it. It doesn't matter specifically the form of the cooking. A coin noto as rov sheelam and the coin takes. The cooked zroa away, away from the ram. Let's just understand what it is. Is that most of the meat is, can be eaten by the violin, by the owner, Yisrael, non-Kohen. But there's one part of the meat that is designated as a matanos kuna as a present, as a gift to the Kohen. And that is the, the foreleg. The cooked foreleg goes to the Kohen. Now, what's interesting about this, just to, just to understand the depth of it, is that it's all cooked together. And then a piece of it is, is, is cut off and given to the Kohen. So the Gemara and actually talks about it, that we learn a very... Interesting halacha of of Bittl from here, principle of Bittl, because when it was cooked together, you have the part that's only for the Kohen, which a non-Kohen can't eat, which was cooked together, all together, one big ram, with the other meat, so even if you cut off the part that's for the coin and, and, and you remove it, but all the all all the flavor when it's cooked together should should go into the other parts. So here we learned if it's one in sixty or one in a hundred, there are two different opinions in the Gemara that it could become nullified. That's the idea. So it's cooked together, but we cut off the cook for a leg. And we also give to the coin one um, matzah bread from the basket and one uh, rakik. Which was like a wafer sort of sort of, sort of thing. And this is where it comes from. If you look at the Pesukim in the Torah, it's pretty pretty explicit. There were 20 loaves, 10 rakikim, and 10 and 10 matzas. And of the 20, so we're giving one, one of each type to the Kohen, The Nusa now copy and Nusr, And we put them all in the Nuzzr's um, palms of his hand, Manifam, and we wave him. There's a process of tenufa. Tenufa is mamish at the end. That's the last thing that is done mean um, shaven and, and, and now the carbon and the carbon has been brought so on and so forth and then there's a tinufa and then and then he concludes and the Mishnah says, after that, we'll have to see what exactly the point is. But after that, the Nazir is motivated to drink wine and to go ahead and become tameh. So, in other words, it sounds like you need everything: the shaving, the carbonos of all the animals, and the waving. Only at that point is the Nazir released from being a Nazir. That's what it sounds like from our Mishnah. Top of David, for every Shimon Omer, What are you talking about? That you need all these things to happen before the Nazir is over. Even if the blood, if just one of the karbanas is thrown on the Mizbeach, for him, already at that point, his mother to drink wine and to go ahead and be Mitami. So, in other words, the Pasuk, after all of it says, just to understand, maybe it's good to even look at the Pasuk on uh, the side of your Gemara, it's Pasuk Aleph. The Kohen does a waving of all these items in front of Hashem Then the Apostle says it concludes and afterwards and the Yazir drinks wine. So this sounds like the first time and the Mishnah was interpreting afterwards the Tanah drinks wine it means after everything, after all the process, not including the tufah. Rishon is saying that after the Nazar drinks wine means even after just one thing is done one stage in the process, just one, one carbon being completed even before the shaving, even before the tinufa, even before all that. As long as one carbon has been completed, meaning one blood from one of the carbonos, um, well, blood from one of the carbonos has hit them as beach. so it's been it's been it's been taken effect that that carbon was good already. Then then the prohibitions of nazir's go away. So the Gemara says, was in of achar ishtar, achar We analyze this passage. afterwards. The nazir may drink the wine. So one opinion achar, mayis, and kulon, only after all the parts of the ritual are completed. De these are the words of Rabbi Lezer. That's like the Tanakam of our Mishnah. That you need everything, including all through the tenufa. The reality is even just after one part of the ritual is done, it's good. This is like the view of Rap Shimon in the Mishnah. So even after just the blood from one carbon hits is bayach, that's sufficient. And then the Naziris is lifted. My What is the reason for the Rappanen? And really that's the bigger challenge, right? Because we're, the simple pasuk is after everything, it says, and then he will drink wine. It kind of implies that it's after everything. But the second, the second view, the more, more novel one, which is saying that even just after one thing, so we have to understand what the reason is. The Gemara explains is based on Yitzhak, Siv ha-cha after and thereafter, the Nazar can drink Quansam, it says in the Pasuk right before, so it 's interesting just to look maybe at the side of your Gemara here again Base palsak right before coin you give the coin he takes it the cook for like from the ram he takes again the two loaves for and Nazir, he puts it on the palms in the Nazir. the his after. He has shaved his nazar here. So the pasuk in there, which is talking about when you do the waving, you do the waving after the shaving is done. And the pasuk identifies achar. Ma hasam achar ma'isi echidi, just as over there in that pasuk. The second pasuk that the Gemara quoted, the pasuk, which is actually before. Um, Achar means after one thing has happened, because the pasuk only speaks about one thing happening. It speaks about the head shaving. It says after the head shaving, that's when... This whole thing of the Kohen taking these items occurs. And the next Pasuk which follows, that says afterwards he can drink wine, it means even after just one thing. So it's really a drusha because it's not fair because one Pasuk is talking about when there is only one thing that has been done after the shaving, he, 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 the, we begin the Tanufa process. Okay, so clearly that means just after the shaving. But in the other Pasuk, which says after the end of the whole process and afterwards he can drink wine, certainly the simple shot is after the last step because he can drink wine. That's why it's not a simple shot in the Pasuk. Simple Pasuk is after everything. But it's a drasha. just as the word achar after in the Pasuk period before meant after that one thing had happened. So too in the next Pasuk, achar means after one thing has happened. So even though the Pasuk is written after the concluding part of the ritual is done, even after the tenufa is done, but we take it almost out of its context and we say it really doesn't mean after the tenufa is done. It really means after just one part of the process is done. Which is the blood of one carbon hitting the mizbeach? So the Umar challenges: Is how do you know? Maybe you really need both parts. You need the carbonos and and the kiluach and the shaving are done. And what we mean to say is what we're challenging is that in the other pasuk where it said that he does the tinufa after shaving, it, it also doesn't mean just after shaving. The shaving follows the carbonos, so it means after the shaving, which followed, which is after the carbonos. Right? Again, the process is the carbonos, the shaving, then the tinufa. So just because the pasuk says he should do the tinufa after the shaving, it doesn't mean literally just after the shaving, it means after the shaving, which is after the karbanos. So you don't ever write what the Gemara is saying in the drasha to pull out that akhar means just after one thing has occurred because even in the pasuk, where it's after the one thing has occurred, what you're trying to say after the shaving, and that pasuk also, it's after the shaving, which is after the karbanas. But the Gemara says, if that's all the pasuk means, then the shav is not teaching me anything, meaning to say you're right. I don't have a way in the simple and the pasuk, to show you that you're wrong that the achar in the second posik does not mean after the, sh- after the shaving, which is after the karbanos You're right. But if we have a tradition, and this is important, you say to the Gemara, aqzeri shava" is not something which we make up ourselves. Aqzeri shava" is something which we have a tradition on from Sinai, that the words are meant to be expounded and reflect on one another. It's not something a person can do without having tradition from the Rebbe. So if so, the pasik of achar must be coming to teach me something. What's it coming to teach me? If I look at the other Pasik and say, yeah, you do the Tanufa after the shaving, which is after the Karbanos, so then the other Pasik that, that, that and after the tinufa, now we can drink wine means kipshuto, so then I don't learn anything new. There's no new novel novelty. The pasuk is simple, and the Pasik was that he's only mutter at the end. It must be that that interpretation is incorrect, and that Acher and the other Pasik means even just after one thing. And that's the idea we're meant to take away. And we relate it to the other Pasuk. V'achar Yishtah and Means, even just after one point in the ritual process, even just after the blood of one carbon hits the is already at that point, he is mutter to drink the wine. So, in conclusion, let's make a summary of what we have. We have karbonos Chatas, ola shlamim. We had a machlokis yesterday, which is exactly the order of the karbonos. Then we have shaving. We have. Um, the, the cooking of the, of, the, of the meat, all that takes, takes, takes place and the making of the bread. Then we're taking some of the meat, take some of the bread, give it parts to the coin, and then we put it on the, the palms of the nazir and the coin and the, and the Bilem. wave it together. And then uh, and, and then the pasuk says, and then he can drink wine. And the question is, what does this pasuk mean? And then he can drink wine. The simple of in the pasuk, Rebbe of the Tanakhama of our mission means after everything. You got to roll through everything. The other opinion that we're looking at says, no, it's not after everything. <clears throat> It's really after just one single deed has been done, after the blood of one of the Karbonos hits the back at that point already the Nazir's term is over. Now, let's just clarify. That doesn't mean you, had, you shouldn't follow through with the other points. You have mitzvot to shave, mitzvot to do all the other things, but it means that the prohibitions of the Nazir's are lifted already as soon as one of the blood says the back that's the question. The point of contention today is, when are the, when are the Isurim of the Nazir's lifted? The question isn't, what does he have to do? What he has to do, the process is the same according to everybody. The question is, when are the Isur to be to drink wine? and. Isra to become Tommy Mays, when do they they, um, go away? Okay, so now the Gamara really starts a new topic, but obviously it's related to what we just did. The waving that the nazir does is Ma'akif. What does ma'akev mean? It means it holds. It, it holds it back. It holds what back? It holds back the yisurim, meaning to say that that that, that if the last step is not done, if the Tanufa, the waving is not done, he cannot drink wine, he cannot become tamim So the gemara analyzes right away. We just had a machlokas. i leave it According to which opinion is Rav saying? this? us If he follows the Rabbanan under the brisa, then certainly that's not true because the the Even the shaving the Rabbanan holds not ma'akev. The Rabbanan holds. As soon as the blood from one carbon hits them, is back, we're good to go. Tenufa, probably, could there be any question about the waving? Meaning, according to the rabbanan, they're saying even after just one single deed, everything is gone. So we're good to go. So obviously, if they don't even hold that the shaving is ma'akev, then there's no way that they're going to hold that the tanufa is ma'akev. Rather, Rav was going according to Rebbe Lezer when he made his statement. Rebbe Lezer was the one who said, after everything, says the Gemara Peshitah. Well, then, that's good, but it's not, it's not a novelty. That's the whole Rebbe Lezer, after all the actions. After all the actions means the last step is the tenufa, the waving. So why did Rav have to say it? So in the Rabbanan, it's not true. And in Rebbe Lazar, it's obvious. Either way, we don't, can't find a place for Rav's statement to land. So the Gemara says like this, really, we're going like Rebbe Lezer, and we're saying that you need everything. But ma'odotema, you still may have thought, even, in kapar shiari mitzvah in regard to carbonos Other karbonos have have um, tinufa as well. There are certain times where, where, where tufa is not like something you only do by a karbonazer. But usually what happens is it's just not an essential part of it. Anytime you're looking for atonement, it's treated like shiari mitzvah. Shiari mitzvah means like a, a residue. Like let's say a person needs atonement and they're bringing a carbon which has waving. Even if they skipped the waving and they didn't do the waving at all, the atonement is still achieved. So what I see is that it's the, the remnants of it doesn't mean it's not a mitzvah, it is a mitzvah, but it's, 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 it's non-essential. It's, it's only ideal. So I would say, so the tenuva in its mahus, and what its essence is, is that it's not something which withholds the carbon. It's not something which withholds the effect of the carbon. So since when it's a carbon that comes for atonement, even if I skip out the waving, the atonement is still there. is <laughs> zeroes? Low ta' it shouldn't hold back. Here the carbon is being brought as part of the process of removing the isurim. So I would say that even without the tanufa, the isurim should be removed. Commass therefore tells us that no, the waving is essential part of the ritual here. And and and, and, and until the wine is and, and until the tinufa is done, the wine cannot be drunk. So it's taka, interesting chel. Normally Waving is not, is not is not such an integral component of the of the of a carbon. If let's say a carbon is coming for atonement, even if you would skip out the waving process, atonement is achieved. Upon zeros we're saying that the halacha, the Apostle says in means all the parts of the ritual are akim, including even the tnufa, Big novelty. And again, obviously, as the gemara said, this is only true in. Opinion of Rabbi Elazar, the Chacham of our mission, but opinion of Reb Shimon that that says even just one one thing is good enough. Then obviously, it's not true. Says the Gemara, Mima Is it true? Even according to Rabbi Elazar, if you don't know, do the Tenufah Tzvakev, is it really true? Patahni. says in a prize, are Nazir. This is the law of the Nazir. The Pasuk is Mashma. That all Nazirim are treated the same. What does that mean? All Nazirim are treated the same. Beinji, H. main Beinji, and Lokapayim. Whether the Nazir has a palm or he doesn't have a palm. Now, what does it mean? What's the point? Which direction is it? We're learning that it doesn't, there's no distinction between a Nazir who has a palm or a Nazir who doesn't have a palm. Which way, which way do we mean to make that? So, the Gemara is assuming right now if a Nazir has no hands, right, what's the halacha? Could he end his Naziris? How is he going to do Tanufa? Right. Tinufa is, it says you put it on the cate, on the palms of the on the so, the Gemara assumes that that's for sure true, that he can get out of Nazirus. We're not going to say he's a Nazir for life. That's what the Gemara's assumption is. So, if a Nazir with no hands, he's still capable of finishing his ears, even though it's impossible for him to do the waving. So, we're saying like this just as a Nazir who has no palms can still conclude his Nazirus even without doing the Tanufa, so too, even if you do have hands, and it is theoretically capable for you to do it, the waving does not withhold. The waving does not withhold, and you can still get out of being a Nazir even if the waving is not done. So, this Braizah is teaching exactly. The opposite of what Rav just taught. Rav just taught that the tenufa is ma'akib. Here the b'raith seems to be saying that no, that, 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 that it's not ma'akib. So it must be the b'raith is going like Rabbi Eliezer, that, uh, that even the shaving is ma'akib. Akhar means achamaisa kulam. And still the, we learn from the pasik, but not the tenufa. The tenufa is not Ma'akiv. So it sounds like against Rav. Rav is saying that according to Rabbi Eliezer, everything is ma'akib, even the tenufa. The b'raith sounds like no, even according to Rabbi Eliezer, the tenufa is not ma'akib. So the Gemara says, Well, no. Your interpretation of the Brisa is, whether he has palms or he doesn't have palms is, just as someone without palms can still get out of his ear. so do someone with palms doesn't need the tufa to get out. But that can't be the correct interpretation because Allah had the time. Let me show you another price. The that says, Those Torahs and Nazir, all Nazir are treated the same. Whether or not he has hair, everyone is the same. There's a comparison again a Nazir who has hair and Nazir who doesn't have hair? Both of them are the same. Are you going to tell me that we should interpret the bris in the same way? Hachamam that the head shaving does not ma'akef. In other words, do you think it means the same thing that even if he doesn't have hair, he could still get out of his ears? So do if he has hair, even if he doesn't shave, he gets out of his ears. Do you think that's what the bris is saying? That's totally not true. In other words, is, would it be true that he could the, 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 the Nazir's prohibitions end the Nazir's prohibitions end without without shaving? And obviously, it's funny, the Gemara is going to prove it's not true. It's obvious that it's not true because what Rabbi Lezer said it's not true. Right? Rabbi, Lezer, Rabbi Lezer told us it's not true. And this bride cannot be the Rabbonu presumably, because the bride is learning from a pasuk that the gilulach is, 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 that the Zohostar is a Nazar, So the interpretation cannot mean that it's not ma'akif. But the Gemara goes through like absolute proof that it cannot, it cannot be true, that without, that if a person has hair, it's not ma'akif, because Atania says in the memurat. What happens to a Nazar has no hair? What if, what if a Nazar is totally bald? You know, some sort of condition, unfortunately, some people have, where they can't grow him. So what happens? What's the, the halacha? There's no need to pass the razor over his head. We'll see what that means. The words are, there's no need. We'll have to clarify what that means practically. He does need to pass the razor over his head. What does that mean? What's Beishamah saying? What's saying? What's the meaning in Beishamah that there's no need to pass the razor over his head? He means like this. Enutzarach means in lotta It means he has no way of getting out of it. Meaning he's unable to finish the head shaving which he has to do. Inutzarak means he has no need, it's not gonna help. He has no way of fixing it. He's going to be stuck as a nuzzer forever. That's what it means. Because he needs to shave, and until he shaves his head, he's stuck. He doesn't have hair to shave. So he's a nuzzer who cannot shave, and therefore he's stuck. Ainot Sark no he has no need, actually means he's incapable, and therefore he's going to remain a nuzzer. And how the beitzilla, yeah, what the prize is saying then. And that according to Bezil, no, he does have a remedy. What's the remedy? He passes the razor over his head. Meaning according to Beitzilla, even though no hair is gonna come off. But you pass the razor over the head. Interestingly enough, be careful, I guess, not to hurt yourself. He performs as if it's my saw of shaving, even though no hair is coming off. So Bishamah says an Uzzer with no hair is stuck being an Uzzer forever. Basil says, no, he can pass the razor over his head and that will be a mice as if it was shaving and it's good. So what do I see? What's my takeaway from here? An Uzzer with no hair, do we just say, no problem, don't worry about the shaving? No, we don't say that at all. According to Bishamah, he's an Uzzer for life, he's stuck. And according to Basil, he has to go ahead and pass the razor over his head. So I, the bride has said before, it doesn't make a difference if he has hair or he doesn't have hair. Clearly, the price doesn't mean just as someone who has no hair doesn't need to shave, so too someone with hair, the hair is not the shaving is not ma'akit. That's not what it's saying. It's saying the exact opposite. Whether he has hair or doesn't have hair, there's no distinction. Just as when he has hair, this shaving is necessary, so too, when he does not have any hair, the shaving is necessary. That's the way you should interpret it. So let's go back to our challenge, and by Tanufa, the prize said there's no distinction whether he has palms or doesn't have palms. You were trying to say that that meant, trust is when he has no palms, he could still get out of Nazir, so too when he has palms, the Tanufa is not without Ma'akev. But the Gemara is saying back is that you got it backwards. Really what it's saying is, ma'amish lahabach. Just as when he has hands, the hands are Ma'akev, and if he doesn't do Tanufa, he's stuck being another, so too when he doesn't have hands... It's Mark if he still better do it. And how's he going to do it? According to Bizzol, stick it on, you know, like the stumps of his arms, even though he has no real palms, and that will be the tenufa. That's what the Bryson must have meant. Mamish Dafka, the antithesis of what we thought it meant. We thought it was saying just as when he doesn't have palms, he's good. So too, if he has palms, the waving is not ma'akiv. With the Gemara, is showing us from the Bryson that says an identical sort of formatting by the hair that it means mamish in the opposite. It means that just as when he has the hair and when he has the hands, it is ma'akiv. So too, when he doesn't have hair and he doesn't have the palms, it's still ma'akiv and something has to be done. Okay, and what did we come out? That we came out according to Beishamah, the bald nazar has no remedy. So the Gmar says, this works well with Rabbi Luzer, said, I'm a rapidos, Beishamah, and Rabbi Luzer, and Rabbi, Rabbi Luzer both say the same thing. Rabbi Luzer is a disciple of Beishamah, so that makes sense. What do we mean to say the same thing? My Rabbi Luzer, the Tani. But the mitzvah becomes purified. What's the halacha? The Torah says, you put the blood from his carbon, asham on his big toe. What happens in Lobad Vareka? What if he doesn't have a thumb or a big toe in the Torah, according to Rabbi he's stuck, he can never get out of it. The Torah says to put it on his big toe and big thumb, he doesn't have them. Rabbi Shimon says, No, you put the blood on the missing place, you put it on the location where the stump, where it should be, and that's the way he discharges his chibah. In that case, you put it on the left big toe or left thumb, and then he'll be Yose. so. Rabbi Lazar, who said that since he doesn't have <coughs> the right thumb or right toe, he's stuck, he can never get out of his being a so too, that's similar to what Veshama here is telling us by, 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 by Naziris, that if a person has no hair, he can never shave. If he can never shave, he'll never get out of his Naziris. So they go well together. So in conclusion, where we are now, and this, this, this finishes the first view of the Gemara, is that we're saying the, the tinufa is ma'akib, according to Rabbi Lazar. The tinufa is an essential point. Again, according to the Rabbanan. as soon as one of the blood system is back, we're good to go. But according to Rabbi Lazar, you need the shaving. The shaving is ma'akib also. What about the Tanufa? We're saying yes, the Tanufa is Ma'akiv as well. The Gemara challenged that because we had a bride that said a Nazar is the same whether or not he has palms or he doesn't have palms. We thought that man, just as when he doesn't have palms, he's good to go without Tanufa, so too when he has palms, the Tufa is not Ma'akiv. The Gemara comes out that it means mamish the opposite. Just as when he has palms, the Tufa is Ma'akiv, so too when he does not have palms, the Tufa is Ma'akiv. And the way you fulfill it, according to Beit soul's way, by putting it on the stumps of his arms, according to Beit you cannot fulfill it and he's stuck being a Nazar for life. And we base that off the Machalogus Beit and Abraizah, what do we do with a Uzzer without hair? Beshameh says you need to, you need, there's no need to put the razor over his head. Beshameh says there is a need. Ravina interpreted what Beshameh says. There is no need means he's incapable of getting out of it. According to Beshameh, he's capable of passing the razor over his head. Okay. Now, the Gemara comes up with the lishnach Rina. That's a completely different perspective. Lishnah Rina Amrilah. There's a different version of how this went down. Amarav, to so to tenunut, from We start with the same statement from Rav. The tanufa by Nazar is Ma'akev. If he doesn't do the Tanufa, he cannot drink wine and become it Mez. Says the Gemara, the same inquiry, the same question. the man. according to which opinion, did Rav said, Alib the Rav Lazar, within Rabbi Leazar obvious. Kulam. you need all the actions. Obviously, that includes the waving. Rabbi Leazar was the one who said, means after all of it. So, there's nothing, there's no novelty. Why would Rob find it necessary to tell us that is ma'akiv within Rebbe Lazar's, Ella libid the Rabbanon? Maybe you're going to say it's according to Rabbanon. The Rabbanon say, after one of the bloods, is, one of the karbonis is fulfilled, you're good, and therefore the head shaving is not ma'akev. According to Rabbanon, even before the head shaving, you can drink wine. But that's fair then. It can't be true that the tanufa is Hashneesh Rabbanon the ma'akev. if even the head shaving is not ma'akiv and that happens first, Tanufa libayah, can there be any question about the waving? Surely the waving is not essential. And if it's not essential, then Rav cannot say that it is. So therefore, we're stuck according to which opinion is Rav, uh, Rav making a statement. This was the same exact inquiry that the Gemara started with on nam And the Gemara Al-Nam the first approach is that we said, really, it's within, really, it's within Rabbi Eliezer. And it's a novelty because someone would have said, you know, maybe Tanufa is just the residue of the mitzvah. That was the first approach. And the second approach, the Gemara is going to come back like this. um lo na what the Gemara is going to try to say is like this. Even according to the Rabbana, now we're, now we're going on a different fork in the road here. Even according to the Rabbana, that the shaving is not ma'ake. All you need is one karva. But the Gemara is now making an argument that the tenufa is ma'ake. Now this, the Gemara is going to try to prove it. But before we even see the proof, it's a really, really, really hard idea because we learned the drash from the Rabbana. Achar means achar ma'ese After one single deed, it's lifted. But what the Gemara is going to try to say is it means one Full fulfillment of a carbon, the shaving will not be ma'akif because the shaving is another mitzvah you do after the carbon. But one carbon has to be completely fulfilled. The same way the blood has to hit the mizbeach. The gemara is suggesting maybe there has to be a tenufah from the right foreleg of the carbon. It's ultimately part of the carbon. That's where the gemara says maybe you know, It could be you only need one single deed. You don't need the shaving. But maybe you need the tenufa, and that's where the Gemara is going to try to argue. Until now, we've been we wouldn't budge from that. Until now, our premise has been in the Rabbanan: when the blood hits the mizbeach, you're good to go. You don't need shaving. Certainly, you don't need tenufa. But the Gemara is arguing now is that, no, maybe we could say Rav was going within the Rabbanah, even, and he was being machadish, that T'nufa is Ma'akiv, even though the head shaving is not. Where does the Gemara get this? From a Milo Maybe we could say it is Ma'akva. It says in the price of so and Nazir, this is the law of the Nazir, meaning all Nazir, the same. whether or not they have palms. So what are we saying? We're comparing a Nazir who has palms to, to a Nazir who has no palms. So the Gemara in the second Lashon thinks, we open oh, this is different than the way we initially thought in the first Lashon. We think the price is saying like this, the T'nufa is critical. And it's saying just like someone who has just like someone who 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 who, who, who has the the, the who has no palms, he's stuck and he can't do it. Obviously then he's gonna be stuck. We think that's what it means. So do even if he has it, he's still stuck. Now the novelty is we know there's usually a premise call labila ball. If the Torah said do something and you're and you're in a situation where it cannot even theoretically be done, then it's a problem. Sometimes even if you don't do it, it's not a problem as long as you could theoretically do it. But here, we're going to say, just as someone without palms, he's not even fit to do the mitzvah. And therefore, that not even being fit to do the mitzvah is going to be him. So, to someone who even has palms is going to be ma'akivim if he doesn't do it. That's our interpretation of the brideshow now. So, the brideshow is mamish ma'vur, that, that you're stuck. That you're stuck. If you don't do the tinufah, you are stuck. And again, the Gemara is trying to say, even according to Rav it should be that way and we should interpret Rav's statement that way. We have another b'risa that says that the nuzr is the same whether or not he has hair. What does that mean? Do you think it means that the head shaving is ma'akev? And that's what it would mean? That just as a bald nuzr cannot be released because he can't do the shaving, so too a nuzzer who has hair cannot be released. Do you think that's true? It says in a prize Nazir, mimurat, what is the Allah about a Nasr without any hair? So don't, you don't need to pass the razor over the head. you have to pass the razor over the head. And with the, what does the gemara mean? What does the gemara mean now? What it means is that we're saying, according to Basil, that he could fulfill the, 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 the head shaving by passing the razor over the head. So what does that mean? The price of that said, we compare the Nasr with hair and a ball Nasr, it doesn't mean that just as the head shaving holds back, um, that 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 again the last price so that that that, that compared them and said it does not make a difference if he has hair or not. It does not mean that it is ma'akev. If you would want to learn it the way you said, that there's no distinction whether or not he has hair or not, and say that just as the nazar with no hair had no way he can shave, it holds it back, so too if he doesn't shave, it's ma'akev. It can't be that that's true. Because actually, what do we see in the price? And what do we see in the price of so that, according to Basil? Sarich, he needs to pass the razor over his head, and presumably, what does that mean? That he puts the razor over his head and he's good. So he's not unable to do it, according to Basil. So we can't say that it means just as the nazar who is bald cannot do it, and therefore he stucks, so to the one who doesn't stomp shave his health back. It can't be, that's what the price means. So that throws us off. Again, we were trying to say in the second lesson that by the Tanufa means, just as when he doesn't have palms, he cannot get out of his zeroes. So too when he has palms and he doesn't do it, he can't get out of his zeros. So too by the hair, what would it mean? Just as when he's bald, he cannot get out of Nazira, so too when he has hair. But if he doesn't do it, he doesn't get out of zeros. That's clearly the wrong shot, because Basil says he needs to pass the razor over his head. Presumably that means he could get out of it. So our interpretation of the Baratah is not correct. So the Gemara says right, right back, that's not true. And this again, very different than the first Basil. What does Basil mean when he says he needs to pass the razor? It means he needs to, but he can't. Basil means he needs to but he's unable to do so. He needs to pass the razor over his head. He needs to do it and cut off hair, but he cannot because he is bald. And therefore, he's gonna be stuck in Nazar. Actually, in the second interpretation of the, of the Gemara, Beshallah is the one who's saying, don't worry about it, he doesn't need to pass a razor, meaning don't worry. Beshallah is saying, do worry. He needs to cut his hair and he cannot do it, and therefore he is stuck. And the price of Cooper 4 was saying exactly that point. Just as a Nazar who is bald is stuck in Nazar for life, according to Beshallah, because he needs to pass a razor and cannot, so too, and Ezra who has here, if he doesn't shave, he's stuck in Ezra forever. So that's our price it could be true. That could be what it means. And now going back to the Tanufa one, our original interpretation in the second Lashon could be true. That just as when he has no palms, it's If he can't get out of it. So too, when he has palms, he doesn't do it. It is ma'akev. Unbelievable. So the Gemara has reinstated what Rav means. Maybe according to Rav, Tanufa's ma'akev within the Rabbana. A really big novel idea. And the Gemara concludes that Veishamay Yishlo Takana would come out of is saying he could be released, even though he can't shave the head. the then it would come out. where says that Beishama and Rabbi Lezer are the same. Uh, that would be in conflict because Rabbi Lezer says by the mitzora who doesn't have the big toe, he's stuck forever. Veishamay here is saying when when a Nazir doesn't have hair, he's not stuck forever. Don't worry about it. Veisol is the one who's saying to worry about it. So it comes at an unbelievable thing. There are just different approaches here in the Gemara. What, what happens when you have a ball Nazir? What is the halacha? So we have a price, really cryptically, that said, Beishamah says he needs to pass. it; He doesn't need to pass it. Beishamah says he needs to pass it. What are they saying? The first interpretation of the command, the first loss from Beishamah was saying he needs to pass it, and he can't. He's, he, there's no need to pass it. He's stuck. He's stuck. He's unable. Beishamah was saying he could just put the razor over him, and he's good. The second interpretation of Gemara is the opposite. Bishama is saying, don't worry about it, he can't do it, he can't do it, not a big deal. Bishama is the one who is saying, no, he has to pass it and he's incapable and he cannot get out of it in his ma'akit. Two very different interpretations by the Sheva. By the Tanufa as well, we all come out with two very different interpretations. What does it mean, whether or not he has the, he has, he has the, the palms or not? And it comes out in the Gemara that there is a possibility that the Tanufa may be ma'akit in the Rabbanon as well in the second mash. Okay, a little bit more here. <laughs> Gilah ala Let's say he shaved his head after he finished the first carbon Venimsa possible. But then the carbon was possible. Now, this is the issue. If the blood was possible, so what does that mean? That means that the the, the carbon wasn't kosher, it wasn't offered. So that means that the nazir shaved before the before he was supposed to. He jumped to God. of Sulah so the the head shaving is no good. All the other components that were brought don't count for him. Because again, you have to bring one carbon before you shave. In this case, where the carbon was no good, so the head shaving is no good. And now what's wild is he's going to have to he's going to have to let his hair grow back out, and he's going to have to let his hair grow back. When I mean, you shave too much, you have to. It wasn't a kosher shaving because you can only shave. That's the key after one carbon is brought. So the other carbon is brought darn counting because he has to have the shaving after one carbon. Everything is messed up. Similarly. The khatas, just a little introduction, a which is brought shalolishma, is posel. It's, known, it's not valid. Shalolishma means the coin thought when he was bringing the khatas that it should be for a different carbon. Other carbonas, which are brought shalolishma, are still valid, but they don't count. Meaning you have to bring another one, but the, the, the meat of the, of the carbon is still in a chatas, shalolishma, it's posel, it's treif, it's disqualified. So if you shaved after the chatas, which brought shalolishma, then you brought the other carbonas, to the absula, that shaving is no good because you shaved after the khatas that was shalolishma, so it's after apostle carbon. do not count. Huh? You have to wait more for another 30 days for it to grow out. Kilachal Ola, Allah Shalom Let's say you brought the Ola, the Shlamin, or brought Shalol Shema, and then he shaved. So in this case, the carbon was valid, just it's not counting. Valkyrie and Hevi Kabana of then you bring the other Kabana of Shaloshma. Tiglat Absula It doesn't make a difference. The head shaving is still invalid. Other kabbanas do not count, because even though the carbon isn't disqualified, another carbon which is brought Shalol Shema besides Khatast, you don't throw out the carbon. It's valid, you keep it on this basket, so you have to bring another one. That's the general halacha like Kachim. El Kabanas, except for katas and Pesach, which are roshelah lishma, you, you allow the blood to be thrown, you allow the meat to be eaten, just so you have to bring, it didn't count for what you needed to do. The bottom line is, if it didn't count for what you needed to do, so you're going to have to bring another, another one here. So it comes out that the head shaving didn't follow one carbon of the nazir. The head shaving has to follow one carbon of the nazir even if the carbon wasn't thrown out and it wasn't disqualified, but if it didn't count as the first carbon of the Nazir, so then from a practical standpoint, the shed shaving is no good and the other kabonos that follow the domino effect are no good. Rabbi Shimon Omer, yes, it's true that that carbon didn't count. The other kabonos counted. Meaning Rabbi Shimon seems to be saying that the head shaving could follow the carbon even if the carbon didn't count for Naziris, but it counted because the carbon wasn't disqualified. Even though it just was offered basically as a donated, Beautiful carbon shlamin, not as the carbon shlomim of a nazir. But since Lamai said the carbon was kasher, Rabbi Shimon is saying the head shaving is good. And if you shaved after all carbonets from and even just one of them was kasher, the achal the carbon is kasher. In other words, as long as there was one carbon which was valid before you shaved, you're good. And then you bring the other carbonets afterwards. So Rabbi Shimon's position was very novel, where you brought the shlomim shalolishma. so it wasn't counting towards the shalmin nazir. And then he shaved, Reb Shimon was saying that the shaving was good. So, Amar Barzad, Reb Shimon Shimon, was told, If a Nazar brings a voluntary Shlamim and he shaves, he's Yotze. Meaning, if the term is complete, if instead of bringing the Shlamim as a Nazir and then shaving, a guy brought a regular voluntary Shlamim and he shaved afterwards, he would be Yotze, he'd fulfill the mitzvah of shaving and it would, be, it would work. My time when he's talking about the hair, it says he puts it in the, in the fire that's under the Shlomim Karvat. It doesn't say on his Shlomim, meaning even if it's not his Shlomim, it's not a Shlomim Nazir, it's just a random donated voluntary Shlomim, the shaving can still be, can, can still be fulfilled. So the shaving is fulfilled at that point, and again, Avada, he still has to fulfill his mitzvah and bring the other karbanas. There's no question he's going to have to follow through and bring the karbanas. But what we're saying, the very novel idea in Rav Shimon is that the, the mitzvah of the shaving can be fulfilled over any form of shlamin, Even if it's not the, the shlamim which is counting as the chiv, it's not a shalmei nazir, it's just a regular donated shlamim, it can still count. And so too here, when the shlamim was brought shalom l'shema, you, you did have a Shami nazir, but you offered a shalom lishma, so it's counting as a regular donated shlomim, not as a shalmei nazir. But Lamaisa was still a, shami, a donated shlamim, and the shaving, therefore, can count. So in conclusion, you have to shave after one carbon is kosher. If you didn't shave after one carbon is kosher, the teglach has possible, and then everything is messed up. You have to wait for the hair to grow more before you bring any more carbonus. Everything's messed up. However, one important point that we're saying is that, um, is that Reb Shimon has a novel idea that if the carbon was kosher, even if it doesn't count, you have to bring another one, the shaving then would be valid.